0: Welcome, Modern Talkers. This is, wait, this is Modern Talk, right? That the seasons are changing because I was running out of summer shirts. It's sweater season babies Um, It's good to be back with the with the sweater stuffs Um, You know I live at the beach, so I Don't know it gets too hot sometimes for too long and then it's nice for a switch up Uh, But it's nice that it doesn't get you know freezing around here um, for a while uh yeah dude the the winter is where it's at here um well, I mean it, it really doesn't matter no one cares, but uh <laughs> and now I'm already starting to get hot, which I knew would happen um because of the lights man, I don't know what like they just give off heat and sometimes you watch like videos of um musicians and stuff on stage and they're sweating like, You're just going like, you're literally just going like this, um, but just standing on a stage doing absolutely nothing with all the lights on you, you'll still sweat. So, um, and I sweat just standing there with no lights on me. So, um, I'm doubly screwed. So I, uh, (laughs) I dove back into, uh, the 1980s movies, um, from my childhood. And uh, I'm not from the 80s, I'm a 90s baby, 97, but um, I I went to Teen Wolf, cause it, it's a, I think of it as a fall movie, so it's fall now, not for you, but for me. And um, yeah, so, uh, and I hadn't watched that in a long, long time. Maybe like high school? Yeah, I don't know, which is, a similar deal for the Karate Kid one, Um, but uh, it's so good. The 1985 Teen Wolf, not the new one. I don't know anything about that. Um, But yeah, with Michael J. Fox. And uh, it has like that 1980s charm. It's like a little bit, you know, um, it just has that charm that it's the 1980s. it's just a different feel that's all um they did and this is kind of in no particular order but they did an awesome job with um and you know i guess they're kind of as spoilers yeah there's definitely spoilers in this so if you're not cool with that skip to this number if you don't care about this, you could also skip ahead. It's not a spoiler alert only thing. I can't make this joke work, but <laughs> I just thought of uh, a website for only spoilers and it's um, <laughs> like only fans uh, and it spoils when, you know, someone gets naked or something. Anyway, now I'll have to work on that one. <laughs> uh, I actually, I had, I wanted to do, I for, totally forgot about this, but I wanted to do a Twitter account for some reason that would only do spoilers like for The Shining if you haven't seen The Shining skip ahead 20 seconds or something um I would just tweet uh Jack's cold at the end or something like it doesn't really kind of give it away but it does because the like final frame almost is uh just him like I'll put it I'll put a picture up there but uh yeah so um Anyway, <laughs> I don't remember how I got there. Oh, spoilers. So, uh, Styles, which is like the the best friend in the movie, uh, they did an awesome job marketing the movie through him in the movie, which is crazy. That's so smart, especially for the 1980s. And I, I, I know I said that a lot the last time, and maybe i just don't give the 80s enough credit so i'm like oh you're blowing my mind even though it's really not it's like that's how it should be you know that's how people might think but um anyway so i would buy every single shirt that he wears in that movie it's so funny um and i'll put some up you know uh i don't know If they used it like that, I don't know if they actually sold those shirts, but they must have. And I didn't do any research. Um, (laughs) uh, that's how I roll. Um, but that's actually not how I roll most of the times, but, um, I'm afraid that they did not So I'm afraid to look it up and then be disappointed. Uh, (laughs) one of the things that's like kind of the 1980s charm is, uh, they say the F word and not the fun one the derogatory one um so that was funny and i don't remember noticing that when i was a kid watching it um and uh yeah so i thought that was funny um and it's such a like a cult kind of classic movie that no one and i guess they kind of just have a free pass in general um because it's from the 80s and stuff but um, like, it would have to, like no one nowadays, and maybe in the future in like two days, but uh, no one nowadays would be um, like trying to cancel Teen Wolf in in 1985. Uh, So if you know about the movie, it's um, basically, it's this kid who's a werewolf. He doesn't know he's a werewolf, but uh, because he's hitting puberty and stuff, I think I, I just kind of assume, so it's not one hundred percent puberty related, but um, he's starting to go through these changes, and um, like randomly, his he gets hairy. Like uh, <laughs> part of the nineteen eighties charm is there's like a just a big kind of long, like skinny, but chunk of hair right in the middle of his chest, <laughs> and he it's just like so clearly fake, um, obviously. And, uh, but it's just like a piece of clear tape over top of it. You know, I don't know exactly what it is, but it seems like that would just be what it be, what it is. And, um, and then he rips it. He's like, ah, (laughs) just like not believable. But um, so that was like one of the changes that he was going through and um, And he didn't like it at first because it makes him weird and different uh and then you know he just wants to be normal and um and and so then he turns into a werewolf in school during a basketball game because he plays basketball and uh and then he was everyone's like kind of afraid of him and then uh he just started playing really well um and it was because so nothing, nothing really changes about Scott, which is the name of the character, um, other than his appearance and his confidence. Um, and yet he's this amazing athlete and ladies man. Uh, but, but he hasn't changed at all. It's just his he's just hairier. Um, and, you know, has teeth and, you know, uh, so I think that's really interesting and, and probably why it, it has kind of lasted as long as it has, uh, cause it has that kind of deeper element to it. Um, and so I think what I need to do is to get hairier. I think that'll solve all my problems. Um, uh, yeah, so ne- the next point, <laughs> and I know it's shaking, but. Um, that's just the rule of the game um, rule of the dice, rule of the game is a thing uh, so this is a funny thing uh, the popular hot girl fully cheats on her boyfriend, her criminal older boyfriend at that um, with the main character Scott, uh, Michael J. Fox in front of her boyfriend and then at the end of the night when Scott is dropping her off at, the, at her doorstep, uh, she rejects him and he, he asks her to the dance and she says, Scott, I have a boyfriend. And he's like, well, but yeah, but we just kind of did it in the theater department. <laughs> and, uh, and she's like, so? And like, so terrible would never write it like that nowadays um and then there's the party scene in the beginning (laughs) in the beginning of the movie beginning-ish uh where (laughs) i think it's the opening shot it's just two i guess teenagers in their undies covered in something uh whipped cream or something uh, like squirming on the floor, tied up. What? How is that? What, in what world? So. <laughs> it's just so much weird about that. Who thought of that? How did that even? And they're, they're just like <laughs> squirming there. You could tell they they don't like it. Like they're acting like in the movie they don't like it and but in real life (laughs) it's not like they broke their kneecaps like they could get up and run away at least but they're just it's a guy and a girl and they're just um (laughs) tied up covered in something it's so weird i can't believe it and i that's something that's stuck in my head i watched that when i was a kid probably too young um and that always stuck with me i, I never understood it I always thought it was interesting i don't think i ever actually expected a party to be like that but i read i watched it it's on uh, team with for free on um youtube right now well it was a week ago um with ads and uh, i looked at some of the comments and one person said this this uh uh altered or like shaped poorly shaped the way that I expected high school parties to be like, and uh, and I thankfully I never really expected parties to be like that. Um, <laughs> but um, oh, I, I forgot to mention every like everyone in the party is surrounding those two people in the middle, just squirming. The whole scene, and the scene's like three minutes long at least at least um so anyway uh I just love I don't know what you want to do with that information but uh I love that that's a thing uh but yeah thankfully I didn't I didn't think and I only went to one high school party and it was on accident because I invited myself and I had a terrible time um (laughs) maybe that's a story for a different podcast but um like a full story but uh, I remember the kids, um, <laughs> kids, uh, thinking about my parents listening to this, um, but this was the ninth grade, uh, homecoming party, uh, I went to the after party thing, <laughs> I went by myself to the homecoming dance. And I didn't even ask anyone. It's not like I got rejected by a girl who just cheated on me with her boyfriend callback to Teen Wolf Um, but uh, yeah super embarrassing just all around bad decisions Um, so sad so only child um, you know all that stuff (laughs) but anyway so I went to the after party for some reason and this was like the most popular kid group and I don't know how or why they went along with it and all this stuff you know, mostly actually Connor Slopka because he's really super nice to me. Oh, we talked about this a little bit in his episode. So if you want to go back, um, that was in 20 Jeepers Creepers 2020, I think, Um, if you want to listen to that one. Uh, But uh, (laughs) yeah, so they um, some of the kids there went to go smoke weed and um, and I was just there watching and and I didn't think that I like looked uncomfortable, but I don't know if one of the other kids was like, "Hey, do you, hey T Bone?" Because <laughs> that's what they called me for some reason. <sighs> this is this story could be, you know, easily half an hour, but um, <laughs> I I should tell it now that like I've teased it so much, but um, I mean we could yeah we should have a whole series on my whole high school experience. <laughs> Oh my goodness, yeah, we'll definitely talk about this later, um, but, uh, but I have a lot of stuff to go over this, this week, so I don't want to go over too much. Not that I have a set, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> so the, the kid said, hey, do you feel uncomfortable? And I was like, yeah. And so he's like, okay, we could just walk. And so me and him just went on a walk to nowhere just to not be there. And he was super sweet about that. And I don't, I still don't really fully understand how or why he did that or how he knew that I was uncomfortable. Like, obviously I was uncomfortable. My whole life was weird. So I don't know what told him that I was especially comfortable at that point. (laughs) So that's the party scene. Um, and I also heard about how Michael J. Fox during the filming of this was also doing family ties, which was his TV show at the time, huge hit TV TV show, and back to the future. Somehow it was either some overlap or right next to each other, but it was like all happening pretty much the same time. So, uh, and this was definitely like the least successful in more, most campy, you know, kind of thing, obviously like back to the future's iconic, um, but, uh, and people use that word way too much, but I think it's acceptable for, it's an <laughs> absolute classic, no doubt. But, um, so I heard it, yeah, he had a tough time with his movie cause he was, because it it's kind of a ridiculous script and idea and stuff, um, and I think this was his f- first movie. Like he done he's done TV shows. He was like a major supporting role in the TV show, but um, yeah, he this is his big jump to movie. So you got to start somewhere, and, and thankfully it it's still really good in my opinion. Um, but uh, I heard that he was like kind of like and there's like so much prosthetics obviously he's covered in hair everywhere like that's a big that's hard to do um physically and not even not even considering the emotional part of being in a movie that's silly but at no point was i like he really kind of didn't commit to that um he always felt like I'm this character and I'm frustrated or, you know, whatever, whatever the scene called for. But, um, I just love that, like, he was like that and, um, cause sometimes you could see, you know, uh, they really were kind of saving themselves for that one. They didn't want to put themselves out there because, you know, it looked, it would look weird or whatever. Um, <clears throat> so, uh. Yeah, it never looked like he wasn't giving 100%. Um, And I think it paid off because I consider it a classic movie to me. I think cult classic is more accurate. Um, But I've seen this movie at least 15 times in my lifetime. Um, Yeah, I just, I love it. Uh, And another another thing that's 1980s charm is uh, the theater teacher was, uh, of course, creepy in a subtle 1980s way. Um, no hate on the 80s, by the way. I don't know if it's sounding like I hate on the 80s. Um, I grew up on 80s films uh, because my dad grew up in the 80s, so he was showing me stuff that he liked and you know stuff like that. So um, yeah, yeah, so I love the 80s. Uh, but the teacher, <laughs> he, he was like, um, <laughs> the, the like hot girl in the movie was the star of the play or whatever. And she was having this monologue, and he's like, Come on, darling, more, more sensual. Hurt me, hurt me. <laughs> like, really, really lay it on me. Like, make me feel hurt by your sensualness or something. And she's, you know, a 18 year old or whatever, and he's 30 or whatever. Um, and Styles, that guy with the shirts, um, I, I I need to look if they sell those shirts because it's, it, it's so funny and cool <laughs> to me. But he is such a charismatic person in that or character or whatever. But you could tell that that's how he is. In real life, he was just like kind of you know playing himself up a little bit maybe. But um, he. <laughs> s he looks seems like such a guy that would die in the '90s '90s from a heart problem, and that's not true. I looked that part up because I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want that to be bad. Uh, but um, he just seems like he was like I don't know too high strung and I don't know whatever. I don't know what what it is about him necessarily that uh, he was like so kind of cool and you know like like that I don't know I don't know how else to explain it um this is uh I've had a really good week overall especially the last 24 hours or whatever um I do therapy the the day before this um to kind of get some insight of myself before I do this um and I really like that uh and it usually like kind of recenters me um for this and uh and I'm really glad that it, it's working out like that. Um, cause if we did this, you know, before therapy, maybe I would've been like a little bit more dumpy, but, um, yeah, just, uh, I love therapy. I highly recommend it to anyone. Um, but I, w- I was thinking this week when I wasn't as high as I am now. Um, and I am intoxicated <laughs> now, um, it's high, uh, but, um, <clears throat> it's, I thought about how it's so weird to be jealous of yourself in the past. Like that is such a weird thing and people that happens a lot. Um, and it's sad, like obviously mostly with older people, um, like, Oh man, in my twenties, you know, that was, I could I'd give anything to go back to my twenties. And, um, and it's so weird to be jealous of yourself, and um, like in my darker times, like especially right after the breakup, and even even during being with my ex, I was like, man, this is awesome, and I I know if this ever ends, I'm gonna look back and be like, dang, I was really living it, like he was really killing it back then. Um, and now I'm killing, killing it, you know, in, in a different way. But, uh, yeah, I feel like I'm killing it too. And, and maybe I should be jealous of this time, which is crazy. Um, but it's so we like, you can't, are you allowed to be jealous of yourself? Like, that's so weird to me. Um, I don't know how to reconcile that. Uh, I don't, I don't wish to be back in that place anymore. I'm happy where I am now, but it's It's still a weird phenomenon to be, I guess it's a nostalgia thing too as part of it. I don't know, I, I still need to fully think about what, what all that entails and why that is. One of the things that therapy that we talked about was, um, I actually can't remember, so <laughs> that's great. Uh, and it's on my phone. Yeah, my iPad is old. (sighs) My iPad's old and my MacBook's old and they don't work fully and it's so frustrating. But um, I had to delete the notes on my iPad because because it was taking up too much space, allegedly, and it was like glitching and it wasn't updating. I feel like from the cloud, so if I did one on my, back in the day jealous of myself um back in the day when it worked uh i would do a note on my phone and it would show up on my ipad as well but that stopped happening and um so i had to delete the app and and so i wrote stuff from um therapy down and uh it's on my phone but i'm recording from my phone so yes do it i can't do it uh here's a practical living in the modern age Um, and I stuttered and then I stopped because I stuttered and I looked up for some reason. Um, (laughs) But here's a practical living in the modern age. Uh, When you close the blinds, you know, like those blinds that you like twist and they're like this or like this or like this. So um, when you close the blinds, when they're open, when you close them, you have to put them up that's it (laughs) i'm so passionate about this though because i was conflicted so much for a while and this is obviously such a dumb thing to be like talking about but (laughs) i think it's funny and important um because when you put it down it leaves that little bit of space for the sun to come in the morning the yeah the light to come in and when you want the the light the least is in the morning so you got to flip them up and then the sunlight can't come in because it's they're all flipped up um it would have to be underneath and then light would come up that on the ceiling um and it does let in a little bit more light in general when it's up but you'll never get that direct hit sunlight like it is when it's down so that's my practical living in the modern age uh for you guys um and you know I needed that, uh, when I was first getting, uh, like first messing with blinds. Cause I was like, I, I never know. I just kind of flip the coin and do the other one. I keep looking cause I think someone's coming, but they're not, which is good. Um, yeah, so I've been, I've been seeing this, uh, I've been seeing this, <clears throat> uh, quote a lot lately or i don't know if it's necessarily a quote but um s- stay ready so you don't have to get ready and i love that i heard that a while ago and i loved that um back then and i but i didn't think of it that much after that but for some reason i just have been hearing it a lot and uh so i think it's really good and really applicable but i think it's also has really funny implications too if you take that other ways um and look for that in your life in how it could it could apply in good practical ways and funny ways um so one of the things another another way i thought to say it was i don't know was funny to me was stay steady so you don't get shaky (laughs) um it's not exactly the same but i think it's still a good principle um and so i think a funny funny way to to do like the stay ready so you don't have to get ready thing is to always be drunk (laughs) just like always keep drinking stay ready so you don't have to get ready um (laughs) so (laughs) uh softball (laughs) Uh, last night, um, well, so the the game the game before that, uh, we won, but um, it was it was really tough, and I was really hurting, and everyone just everyone got hurt on that in that game for some reason, and uh, and it was really hard, but we won by one run, I think, yeah, it was a walk off situation, so uh, so that was exciting. But it felt like I was, I've become a leader on that team, which is really weird because I've never been a leader kind of in a team setting before. Uh, I think i talked about this because I think of myself as a director. Yeah, that was last week. Um, But yeah, it's it's a weird thing being considered a leader Um, and you know, it's not like a spoken thing but um, I think people understand. Uh, I don't know why I get so paranoid, dude. Who cares? Who cares if they walk in? It's stressful, and and like I put a lot of pressure on myself, and uh, that makes it harder to perform, and it and when you don't perform, then it hurts worse because it's like, oh, they're looking at you. You're the guy, so if you don't perform well, it's like, well, if he can't do it, how can we do it, you know? So thankfully, Uh, Last night, um, I didn't really play great, but I also didn't feel like it was all on me, and it was a great team win, and I was so proud of our people. Um, And I made a couple key plays, but um, I only got on base once. Uh, Ironically, it's so weird about baseball and like that, that sport, like softball and baseball and stuff, because. You could hit it well, but it's right to the person and then you could hit it poorly, but it just like trickles through and you get on base. So the first time I was up, um, I hit, I hit, I, I've been hitting it on the like short side of the bat and it's, I just don't have a calibration of how long the bat is for some reason. So I, I get afraid and I lean into it and, um, I hit it that way. And, uh, which is harder to do (laughs) because it's a skinnier part, but I've been, that's how I've been playing kind of the whole, the whole season so far. And I almost always get on base because I hit it hard enough. Um, but then I adjusted and I was hitting it more in the, in the bat, barrel of the bat, um, but it just happened to be catchable for the outfield. Um, so I think that is, a, there's a lesson in there where um, even if you're doing it wrong, you could still get on, you could still be successful. And what is successful anyway, you know? But, um, but don't get discouraged um, when you're doing it right because it could just be other circumstances don't make you successful. Did I bring that home? Is that good? (laughs) Cause a lot of times I talk about softball and I just get lost in the weeds about what happened recently, but that was a good one, right? That was a good practical application. Um, Oh, and another thing I wanted to talk about was, uh, Um, I talked about this in other podcasts before, but, um, I didn't really like, I, I like the idea of being a leader, but I, it wasn't like my intention to be a leader. I just wanted to help my team, you know, in verbal and physical ways. And, uh, it just kind of happened that I became a, a leader, which is really weird too, because like most of the people are older than me. Um but they kind of look up to me in that way uh which like feels you know just like i'm bragging or something but um it's at the end of the day it's softball um but this quote that i talked about before is uh what's a leader if he isn't reluctant which is a Childish Gambino thing um and uh yeah so it's um it's good to be a reluctant leader uh because that's less likely for the power to go to your head. And, you know, I don't really have any power. I don't know what I would use that power, like that little power I have for and stuff. But, oh, another thing about last night that I loved, I just felt, um, it was after, uh, it was after, (laughs) paranoid. It was after therapy. And um, then I went to go get pizza with two friends and um and it was just like a good chill oh and then i went to an open mic right before the thing so i was like feeling like filled up and loosey-goosey and um you know that kind of thing and uh one of the people brought their kids she has like four kids um and then one is like less than six months old and she was in a stroller so the whole time and she was so cute and, um, and we were like interacting and like I was doing silly faces and stuff. Um, and then that's like, that's what I like. I felt free. I felt, you know, loosey goosey, like I said, and, uh, and not, not taking things so seriously. Like, that's why I need to be. And I want to be, and I am right now. And I love that. I'm really like, I'm really loving that that's happening and I appreciate it. And I know you know, it fluctuates, um, but that's the beauty and the the curse of it is like when you're high, it's, it's not going to always be high, but when you're low, it's not going to always be low. So, um, just try to like steady the course, uh, and, um, and try to stay as high as you can, as long as you can. Um, but it's also okay if you get low and know that it's going to get back up. So, um, Oh, so yeah, I was like one of the things that I felt free, like I was feeling free. Um, So one of the things that I did was, uh, like, the baby was sitting there, like with her juice or whatever, and I was like, um, we were about to go into the field, and I was like, is it, is it, are you in right center this inning, or me? Is it me? Um, And that wasn't like something that I thought of beforehand, and then I said for other people to hear, like I just. Like it was like someone got out and then we were all about to take the field and then it just like came to me and I just said it. Like I didn't even think about it. I think I talked about that before. is like the, the comedy space where you don't overthink it and you just like kind of just let it roll and then it comes out funny if you're funny. Um, so that's what happened to me and um, what's another? Oh, like another thing that like just made me feel good that I was in a space to do that um there's another uh girl little girl who was um like six four um but i think more four than six but uh she she was like looking at me and then um she was like doing that and then i did that and then we did like a mirror game where she would just like do something and then i would be like eh back to her um (laughs) so uh Yeah, that's, um, that was, and then we, so we won the game by one, we were up by one in the last inning, and then, uh, we needed to just stop them and then we'd win, but we had another chance because we were the home team, so we batted last. So even if they scored, we would have had another chance, but if we just held them to no runs, we would win. I don't have a grand momentous thing at the end of this this is just a, a way to wrap up the story so basically we got three outs and it, it wasn't looking like we were going to because there's two two straight hits um, uh, right away and then but we we did it and I I yeah I made like two kind of two, 2 three-ish plays in the whole game that like kind of helped my team but it felt so good, everyone playing well. Like, that was so fun. That was so awesome. It felt really, really good. I feel really good because I haven't been thinking about my ex. And I get conflicted sometimes because I, when I'm feeling good, I realize that I haven't been thinking about my ex. And I get paranoid that I'm just shoving down the feelings, but in my experience, you have to do that, which is sad. Like I don't like that. I can't like appreciate the the whole exp- the experience as a whole because that's what I want to like I don't know. That's I don't know if that's just like what who I am or whatever. But um, I always just want to appreciate and be thankful for the experience. But then with that, you're that means you're like kind of staying in that energy of the past and specifically like the past relationship. And so it, with that comes eventually. Oh, you know, it could have been longer because I did this or if I did this um and so that is like a bad you you can't have both or you have to have both you can't have just the good part which sucks it's so stupid it's not cool um there's no thinking through a breakup too you just (laughs) you have to shut that shiz down daddy uh (laughs) You gotta turn off that tune, like the Fonz, it's just like, you gotta, you just gotta shut it off. Um, I think he usually turns it on, but um, yeah. Um, like my first breakup, I, I tried everything to like think through and rationalize um, the breakup. It's just not pos, it's not pos, Um It's not pos. <laughs> Uh, I always thought that you get through a breakup by thinking through it and realizing what you learned and kind of taking taking what you learned and like all those good experiences and then, you know, then you move on. But I tried that for two freaking years, man. And then it didn't work. And so I finally gave up on trying to keep the good parts of that relationship. And I was like, I just have to throw it all away. It's all going. So, um... So that's what I did. And then I felt free. I was free from that T-shirt. I took off the V-neck. I don't know. I tried to really reach in there, but, um... (laughs) What I'm trying to say is, um, you can't, um, you can't, I don't know why I'm trying to make this t-shirt thing work, but you, if you really like the crop top shirt, um, all you're doing is just rolling up the bad stuff, like if, if you, if you want a crop top shirt. This is so dumb, dude. Uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) So if you really like the look of a crop top shirt, (laughs) um, which is the good parts of the relationship, um, (laughs) this part would be embarrassing, that's why I'm paranoid. Um, (laughs) uh, All you're doing is just rolling up the bottom of the shirt, AKA the bad parts of the relationship, but eventually just going through your life, it's going to unravel and you're going to see that and it's going to cover up your sick abs that you got going on. You know? Um, (laughs) uh, so what I'm saying is you can't have both. You have to either be cool with covering up your awesome abs or you have to take off the shirt completely so everyone can see everything. And, um, And you're free like that. And uh, that actually ended up being not as bad of of an analogy as I thought. But um, that's what it is, man. You just have to throw it away. And um, so when I get conflicted like that, like, oh, you know, I'm just shoving down their feelings. You have to. There's a point like you could think it's good to think through it a little bit for a few months. But it's been over four months. It's time to shut it down. Shoot. I'll think of a good thing I could do with that (laughs) and edit point Um, but I was talking about with my therapist I was struggling I'm kind of still struggling with um, well not after yesterday kind of so um, struggling with uh, putting out my podcast where I talk about the breakup which is going to end up being in touch with Tommy Five, Um, because, you know, I'm afraid of what, when I put it out, I'm afraid of what my ex will think about it. I'm afraid about what my ex's friends will think about it. I'm afraid about my, what my possible future smoocher. future smoocher, uh will think of it. That's what I call my, um, my next significant other. Uh, <laughs> future <smoocher>. Um <laughs> I'm afraid of what they'll think of it. Like, will they be jealous um, uh, that, that like someone else made me feel like that or something? Um, but uh, my therapist helped me understand that it only matters what my attention is. And, um, my intention is, isn't to get my ex atten- ex's attention. Um, my intention isn't to get my ex's intention. It rhymed. Um, my intention isn't to make her friends laugh with me or know it. Yeah. My intention isn't to make her friends laugh at or with me. Um, you know, meaning my intentions aren't like, they'll probably laugh at me, but that's not my intention. Um, and that's fine if they do. (laughs) Um, and my intention isn't to hurt my future smoocher. Uh, (laughs) um, yeah, those are not my intentions. Um, my intention is for people to feel seen on this podcast. Like I talk about, um, you know, people need a hero and I talked about this in the solar summer season, um, podcast that, uh, I am a hero and I want to be that hero for other people. I'm, I'm my own hero, but I also want other people to see me as their hero. Not, I don't want them to see me as their hero. I just want them to feel like they have a hero. And if that's me, that's great. Um, but I want people to be like, dude, that really spoke to me. And I feel you and I feel less alone now. And I could be more vulnerable with my friends and family because of how, how you were like that with, uh, on your podcast and you put it out to the world. Um, so you gave me the courage to talk about these scary, sad things and that's my intention. And so, you know, all the other stuff is out of my hands, how I, you know, I put it out and then it's, you know, it's up to people and it's not mine anymore. Um, yeah, that's something that I, I heard on a podcast that like, once you, once you release something and put it to the public, it's not yours. You have no control and that's, you know, freeing and also terrifying. <laughs> um, but I, I, I don't know why I didn't talk about this before because it was definitely something I was struggling with. And I don't know why I felt like I had to hide that or something, um, but uh, but now that I'm watching them back because I'm starting to edit them and stuff, um, it's, uh, I'm thinking about it more, I guess. But um, my my therapist helped me realize um, that it's only it's only about your attention, and um, obviously your attention isn't to you know hurt someone. Um, and so, yeah, so, uh, I love you guys. (sighs) This is a, you know, I always like them, but this one felt really good. And, um, I feel lighter. I feel so much lighter right now from, from saying that. I think cause I was like keeping it inside. Um, yeah, that feels really good. Yeah. I love you guys so much. Um I didn't even drink my drink at all. I didn't only drank it once. Oh that's good. Go to Duncan. <laughs> little plug at the end. Anyway, okay, yeah, that's it. I love you guys so much. And thank you for being my hero as well. It's a mutual it's a two-way street. Um I can't I can't be a hero to no one. <laughs> You're my hero for me being your hero. I um, don't know if that makes sense. Uh, that was off the cuff, but um, truly, thank you so much. And uh, I hope this made you think. And keep in touch with them. is it too close it wasn't too close but this is right here this is where i wanted you to see this because if it was cut off it would have looked weird yeah what can i say he's an animal Ow! what's up